Welcome everyone. It's Cover Four with the guys. See your host this week, Terrence. I got Keith. How you feeling? I'm straight. You know, gravy train. Everything ain't doing good. About to start yes, school sir. again next week. Yes, sir. Ski. We got Nick with us tonight. How you feeling, Nick? Feeling good. Got the got the fresh cut. No hat tonight. No. Check him out. Check him out. That boy feeling himself. He done moved to Florida. No hat. Change his whole appearance. Look at him, Keith. Jim looking like he, yeah, he looking like Sheen off of Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> don't, hey, don't do me like that. You're not about to do me like that. I'm not no Duncan Robinson. No, we're not. Doing oh my god! I'm <laughs> really in the chamber. He was even thinking about that one. <laughs> it's funny because we we was talking before the pod, and he gonna wait till we start the pod to get on you. <laughs> Hey, it's, oh all love. it's all love. Yeah, it's all love. I got one for him. <laughs> it's all love. We're going to get into this news segment here. First thing we got here, man, is, you know, make me want to cry. We got the first week of preseason in the books, man. Uh, football is back. So who were you the most impressed by, Keith? Uh, I got two, really, so I hope it's not one of your guys's. I got uh, Chubba Herbert from Carolina. Okay. I think Buddy looked really good. He did run out of gas on a, a, a play he broke out in Indiana, and then he did get – he tried to hurdle somebody, and they put him on his ass. Yeah. But he looked good. I think uh, he'll be a good option because if Chris McCaffrey struggles with being healthy, that's a good option. And then I liked how Dwayne Haskins looked because, let's be honest, Mason Rudolph ain't the answer, and Dwayne yeah. Haskins would probably be the future of that team realistically because everybody says it's not a talent issue, it's a – a maturity issue. So. Yeah, mental issue. Yeah. Honestly, I think the move to Pittsburgh might be something that he needed to, you know, being released last year to, you know, now to be in the position that he's in might be what he needed to finally like, hey, I need to, you know, get it together. What, what do you think? I think so. Yeah, no, yeah. definitely. Plus Mike Tomlin, you know, is uh, a Oh, bet. yeah, he ain't tolerating that. No. <laughs> He's been able to keep a lot of guys, you know, straight, you know, and I think that'd be another good addition for him with Dwayne Haskins, you know, getting to learn under a quarterback who's probably going to be in the Hall of Fame. Not probably. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame, Ben, you know, Ben Roethlisberger one day. And then also having a mentor like Mike Tomlin, I think that'll set him straight. For sure. I do definitely think that he's definitely the future for them. He did look pretty good. Who you got? Who are you most impressed by, Nick? Uh, Jacob Eason, bro, the quarterback for the Colts. So obviously the um the big question mark is Carson Wentz and news came out today that he's actually trending for starting week one um so the big question was going to be you know going into this year Carson Wentz's health and it's already questionable so the Colts are a team that are built to win now outside of the quarterback position you know um so with Carson Wentz health now being in question again when I saw Jacob Easton he was low-key dropping dimes he was hitting people on their spots as they're breaking off routes you know, a lot of vet type of throws. And, you know, it wasn't something that I expected out of the guy. Um, hadn't, I'll be honest, I hadn't really seen much from him. Um, so I was, I was pleasantly surprised watching that game. Yeah, coming out of college, I honestly didn't have high expectations for him. He was a guy that they claimed was on uh, the Patriots radar. And I was like, please don't get him. Just like Jake Fromm. He just I'm had like, a big arm. Please. <laughs> he had a, he had, the dude, uh, Easton, he had a really big arm. Yeah, but he was, he was super accurate. Like I was impressed with it. Wasn't yeah. even just like he was throwing it in tight windows. Um, he had he had somebody on a slant, and I'm talking about there's three defenders right there, hit buddy on a slant, and they were able to get the first. It wasn't even like one where he killed his receiver. I'm not talking about one of those, but he fit <laughs> one in and split between the linebacker, the corner, and the safety, and was able to get his receiver some yak yards after that with the throw he made. So I was pretty impressed. But you yeah, gotta think sure. if if he uh if Wentz even remotely is injured and Easton is a bright spot for them, then that's they're winning right there automatically. Not like winning every yeah. game, but that's a win for them. I mean, if they up. can win a couple games while Wentz is out, I feel like that's a plus. Yeah, I mean, the the Colts are also a team built that can be you know kind of like the Eagles were that year that won that they won the Super Bowl, where a backup quarterback could get it done for you, like a plug and play for sure. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm gonna go defense here, so. I actually like Patrick Sertain, looking at him, like whether it's practice film as well as game film. I mean, he had a pick six and then just, you know, seeing clips of him in practice, locking people up, like not falling for double moves, none of that. Like, you know, him coming in the league as advertised, you know, somebody that is currently living up to the hype 
and you know where he was drafted at in the draft uh, this year. So I mean, I'm going with Patrick Sertain. Yeah, and you know, obviously that defense. I mean, Iron. We see what they did to the Vikings. <laughs> I mean, Iron Sovereign and Iron for them because you got to think Patrick Sertain. He got Bryce Callahan, the slot corner, with him to teach him. And he also going against Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, and KJ Hamler in practice. Yeah. yeah. So like that man going through it in practice, like <laughs> definitely. I think that's definitely a bright spot. And they got Kendall Fuller from the Bears. Old boy went to the Broncos. So a defense, listen though, it's gonna be nice. So uh moving on here. So we actually gonna talk about Nick's team a little bit here. And we all know hey, how Nick feels. Smart, smartest <laughs> team in the NFL. Let's get it. We all know yeah. how Nick feels about, you know, when how we all feel about the vaccine. Because they, they didn't get that vaccine. The cream <laughs> shall rise to the top. <laughs> so the Falcons are the first team to be 100% vaccinated is what they are reporting. So, Nick, I'm going to let you go first. You, you can take it over here on that. So, um, obviously, you know, all jokes aside, I am very proud that my team is the team that uh, was the first to do it. Um, again, I'm all for people getting, I've said it, you know, every week, every single week, and I'll keep saying it. I'm all for people wanting to get educated prior to putting something in their body. I, I totally get that. So the way that I take this is the teams have taken those, uh, the players have taken those steps forward to educate themselves since the NFL continues to fail uh, their players and not, you know, make sure that everyone is uh educated on the subject so I, I take that as an organizational thing that they're making sure their players are well equipped to know what they're doing um i hope that uh teams follow suit in the coming weeks um especially like with uh the football team you know everything with their head coach uh saying everything that he said about you know rivera going through his health issues and everything i hope everybody especially you know uh and let's let's be honest you know from a selfish perspective, we all want to see football this year. We want everybody to be safe. We want everybody to be able to travel and still have people in the stands. And as long as we're doing what we need to do, getting vaccinated, wearing masks, like there's no reason that we should have to have a repeat of 2020. Um, so I hope this is a good sign for the league that the league is, uh, in terms of the players, are getting educated and getting uh, the vaccine. Definitely couldn't agree with you more. How you, how you feel, Keith? I just think it's a big deal, you know. It's, you're seeing the hospitalizations and the people that are in the hospitals now, a good majority, I forget the number, it's above I mean, 90. they say that the hospitals on the, are on the brink of collapsing due to like, yeah. you know, there being no beds in the hospital. You got people that with, you know, real illnesses or, you know, things that they need to be treated for and they can't be treated at the hospital because there aren't any beds. Exactly. So I want, that's very serious for sure. I want to say it's like, like 90% or higher all the COVID patients are patients that are unvaccinated. So get the vaccine people or get educated on just wear a mask. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely. I feel like just like just like Nick said, you know, the, the most important thing is just being educated. Um, like you said, you know, um, there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, to even go to school to, you know, do things like that. For example, we had to get vaccinated. We had to show proof of vaccination. Um, and then, you know, we, we consume things on a daily basis that we don't know where it's coming from. Like, it don't matter if it's a bottle of water. You don't know where that bottle of water came from. End of the day. You know. Exactly. The water from your sink, you don't know where that came from. The food you buy, everything that we're consuming, we don't necessarily know exactly where it came from. That's why, you know, you see people when they get KFC and they got little, you know, ratatouille in there and they're like, oh, what's this? Now I'm a sue. Like, you don't know where that came from at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, nothing Ooh, wrong with being educated. But definitely be, make an educated decision. Don't just be, you know, um, listen to all the conspiracies and everything like that. Listen, definitely listen to the science. Those people are paid to do that. You know, that's what they do. So, who is um, definitely some sink water kids for sure. <laughs> <laughs> water holes. Yeah. Like Paul Beasley. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, so, he's not even wearing a helmet next year. He's just showing up with a tinfoil hat. <laughs> <laughs> so, we got the. Uh, Next news here. So they've been coming out with the top 100 players of uh, 2020, 2021. So who was the biggest surprise so far for you, for you Keith? Uh, I had it down on my phone. That's why I grabbed this bad boy. It was Corey Davis. I'm not going to lie to you. He was at 91. He shouldn't even have been on the list. It should have been your boy, Robbie Anderson, on the Panthers. 
because he's not going to make, what is it, one through 40, I think they're about to do. Or, mm-hmm. So he ain't one through 40. 91, his stats, I forget. I think Corey Davis had like set, maybe 80 receptions. Don't quote me on that. But Robbie had 1,000 with like 100 receptions. So realistically, I just feel like Robbie – got snubbed and Corey Davis probably should have been on it. But I think Corey Davis is good. Don't yeah he's good. But I feel yeah. like Robbie has been producing though for sure. Exactly. So I just to me it felt like a smack in the face to to uh, Robbie. But yeah like Corey had 65 receptions for 984 yards. And then Robbie, hold on. He had 95 for a thousand with three tubs. Like come on now. But Corey did have five tubs. Okay. <laughs> um, it's just that's disrespectful to me. Okay. Who, you, who, got, who you got, Nick? Yeah, who you got, Nick? All right. This one, this one low key pissed me off. So uh so I look serious about it too. <laughs> bro, I was like so upset when I heard this. When I heard some of the names, I was like, dang, these people should have been higher. And when I heard this dude, so I get it, he had a great year last year, and I think he's gonna have a better an even better year this year. But Baker Mayfield got 71, bro. Let me tell you some of the names that they put him better than, okay? Shaquille Barrett, Allen Robinson, Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore, Zach Martin, and Ryan Tannehill, bro. So I'll focus on just one of these. So one, I don't think he's in the same atmosphere as any of them, but Ryan Tannehill, bro, is, in my opinion, I think we've all kind of said it, probably the most underrated quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, And the year that he had with efficiency – Running the ball was actually, according to Pro Football Focus, ranked the highest rated rushing quarterback in the NFL. Um, being able to champion that team, obviously, yes, Derrick Henry is a luxury every quarterback would love to have. But the only reason why Derrick Henry is able to get even an ounce of daylight between the tackles is because teams fear Ryan Tannehill's play action ability. Where And he really didn't have too many weapons. Yes, I understand he's about to have you know, the King's ransom of weapons this year um, outside of tight end. But I, I mean, he's not working with what Baker Mayfield has with the dual threat of running backs and the wide receivers and tight end slew that he has. Um, plus the defense that Baker Mayfield has to play with. So I don't, I don't know uh, that that one really was, I know that people want the Browns to win. I feel like everyone wants the Browns to win because they've been so bad for so long, but like, dude, Baker's not that guy yet. Yeah, I mean, definitely, they definitely do have, honestly, like, they probably, no cap, probably have the best, like, talented roster in the AFC. That's what I'm saying, top to bottom. That's what, Keith's got them winning the Super Bowl, I think. Yeah, that's my team. So, I mean, I mean like. Nah, it ain't my team. Don't get it wrong. <laughs> Let's dial that back. I, said, jumping I picked them, too. He as picked like, a rival. Someone that uh, could potentially make it to the to the bowl from. I'd be, I'd be real honest with my predictions, bro, like. I don't try to fan out too much. I love Ravens flock, but I'm gonna be. But honest. am I am I crazy? Is that not like is that not ridiculous that he's over these dudes? I, I think it's ridiculous that he's over those dudes. I think him being over Tannehill isn't that ridiculous. I don't. I think the gap between him and Tannehill should not be like what it is. Because what is it? Tannehill's what eighty? He's in like the eighties. Yeah, he's like eighty one or and, two. And, and like Baker was spots, like, yeah, yeah. That is not at all. Because I take Tannehill before him. Don't no. Stay with me, Nick. Tannehill's better. Tannehill's better, statistically better, but they both have the same situation. But I think people get wrapped up in that Baker probably has a he Baker has a better deep ball. So I feel like but they're probably get, taking into effect too that where the Browns came from and where they yeah been, like he like where they've been that's trending. Everything it's they finally got a good coach. The defense no, is Baker, stacked top to bottom. It people is, forget it is. people <laughs> it, they are, but Baker changed that whole culture of dog pound. Like if they didn't get him, like they wouldn't. I promise you, and he's not even that great of a quarterback. But what he did for that that franchise, I feel like, is a huge. I All I'm gonna you. say is, had Johnny Manziel been put into this situation and wasn't a cokehead, it would have been the same thing. <laughs> all right, that's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh my God! For me, man, I picked somebody who, if they were listening to this podcast, probably get tired of us picking on them. Uh, I'm going with JJ Watt here nah. at 66. <laughs> My man, living off the past fame. I ain't gonna lie. I like, think J, JJ Watt, a cool dude. He and them early sack numbers of twenty. Oh yeah, for he, three he, seasons. Man, boy, listen, listen. I don't like you said. 
But it ain't just a number. It ain't just yeah. a numbers thing, though. I will give JJ Watt that before you get on the spot. But previously, he, he was uh he was dominant. But he he's not as dominant as he is. But he is a headache because he knows how to move and he knows how to impact the run game. But he still requires to get two blockers. You know I, mean, I mean, he's he's a big dude, and you know he's disruptive. But sixty six. I ain't gonna lie, 66 high. All right, so check this out. My <laughs> man's had 36 solo tackles. <laughs> My boy has five sacks, which was tied the for pause. 56. 36 tackles. Five sacks, which was tied for 56. So do y'all think he'll do better with Arizona this year? I mean, What's if the they keep Chandler, Chandler Jones. Jones. Yeah, That's what keep- I'm saying, like – yeah, Chandler's coming. I, I'm huge on the NFL nowadays because look at um Khalil Mack. Like we all know Khalil Mack's still probably like a top five defensive end in the NFL, despite the fact that his numbers don't reflect it anymore. I'm huge on I think going forward, you have you now have to have two top-tier defensive linemen to continue production. Because once teams get that scouting report on you, if you can't get you know pressure from multiple angles, uh, unless you have Aaron Donald. Okay, but again, like he's the human bulldozer. He can take three guys at once, you know. And even with his numbers being crazy, his disruption is probably like one of the greatest of all time. Like even with his numbers, I still think like just disruptive wise, he's probably the most disruptive defensive tackle of all time. Nah, you're definitely on to something where having two of those guys would be beneficial because you know, yeah. like the football team got Chase Young, Montoya Sweat. The Browns got Jalen. Well, I, I honestly don't. Why? I think that's why they did it because teams now realize, okay, Miles Garrett isn't fluke. He didn't just have like he wasn't Vic Beasley. He didn't just have like one or two good years. Like this like, is a it's problem every year. Yeah, he's a yeah, problem. So now you get Jadavian <laughs> Clowney in there, and you can't just because if they just focus on Miles Garrett, people will be talking about a comeback with Jadavian Clowney. So it's like, I think I think it's really like nowadays just pairing people together. Yeah. I meant to bring this up with the the not too much in the Jamal Adams spiel. I tweeted it earlier. You know how people say Jamal Adams isn't that great in coverage, right? We all I mean, know you he's not. I, I say it. Yeah, I say <laughs> it. He's not. I, he's not. He's, he's not. Really not, yeah. But, ooh, excuse me. He fits the Seattle system because he's paired with Contrell Diggs, who is better at, in coverage and not in coverage, but just ball hawking. So having them together works perfectly. You know what I mean? It was like an so Earl I, Thomas and Cam Chancellor. Yeah, I think it's when you – I think teams are getting better at, like Nick said, pairing people together. Yeah, like Diggs got paired with Josh Allen and the other receivers he has with him. Yeah, like I think when you compare somebody, like uh, Cream Hunt has Chubb, like they're paired together. They're a great duo. Like I think that's where people are leaning towards more now. It's just like okay, let's see what we compare these guys with to complement each other. Because before, like I feel like dudes weren't mm-hmm. even compliments to each other. They were just dealing with somebody that was so dominant. Like the other dude was just getting open. You know what I mean? Like, Calvin Johnson probably got a lot of people paid. Other than Nate Burles, like, I don't know other the other people that Calvin Johnson had paired with him, but they were probably getting off because Calvin Johnson was commanding everything. His Roy Williams was one of them. Exactly. Like, you – it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, we, we already kind of – Nick kind of dove into it a little bit about Wentz coming back potentially week one, so – it's actually rumored that Wentz and Nelson are turning towards playing in week one. We all, we all know that that's huge for the Colts. I mean, you know, one of the best linemen, O-linemen in the league. And then, you know, we all want to see what Wentz is going to do coming back, you know, from this down year that he had last year. So um, quick spill on that, Keith. How you feeling? Uh, just as long as they come back before week three, I don't think it's a panic mode. Like, even if they're not ready for week one, it's I feel like it'd still be fine. But as long as you get them back early, it's going to be good, especially Quentin Nelson at that. Oh, for sure. That's what I was going to say. I mean, above – I know we want to see what Carson Wentz is going to do, but Quentin Nelson means way more to that offense than Carson Wentz at this point, as, I'm, as far as I'm concerned. Because, I mean, we've seen what you can do – with pretty much anyone, whether it be a running back or quarterback, if you've got solid protection. I mean, if you can protect a quarterback and then block – and Quentin Nelson's one of the best guards in the NFL. So, For I sure. mean, that's huge, especially on the interior with guys like, you know – Jit like, is the strong. best. He is yeah. the best guard in the NFL. Yeah, I mean, I, I said offensive <laughs> lineman, period. But yeah, oh, yeah. Guard, he, t- you know. he top five offensive linemen. Like, yeah. I don't – if you told me to spill off five right now – <laughs> yeah, he probably actually he might be the best offensive line. I'd probably sure. go I'd Homer go Stanley and then I go yeah. Nelson. Uh 
and it's crazy because I don't know. It's wild when you think about it. Like splitting it up, center. You got Corey. You got Corey. You got Corey Lindsay, so he could probably be there. Uh, right tackle. I mean, I don't know. Right tackle is kind of weird. I feel like it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's tough not to that. Name, yeah. name off the top five offensive line. It's definitely a tough, tall task there. I mean, uh, moving on here, we got Justin Fields will work with the starters and against first team defense entering week two of the preseason. So. Now I'm going to say I called it a couple episodes ago about Fields potentially starting week one, but it it might be a reality if, you know, this is the, the case. Um, but how you feeling on that, Nick, about my boy Justin Fields? None of us picked him as our standout. Yeah, all right, so this is what I'll say. I was actually talking with Keith about this, so I was actually in the middle of getting my haircut when that game was going on, um, so I didn't get to go see, like, most of – the game till afterwards. I was shocked. I was, I was pleasantly surprised with how well he played. Um, but I'm gonna be honest, I'm not an Andy Dalton hater by any means necessary. You know, I actually loved him back with, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals, you know, they had all those, I think they had the longest streak of making the playoffs, but also never won a game. So that was nuts, but I don't know. Andy Dalton to me at this point in his career is a solid backup. That's like, you know, I know he had a bad year with the Cowboys last year, but I think he's better than that. But I honestly think if you're going to use your number one draft pick that early on in the first round on a quarterback, the fans want to see it. Yeah, he has. Everybody wants to see it. (laughs) I think, and I mean, with what I saw, I feel like he can definitely prove himself. So, yeah, this is, it looks like they're trending in the direction he might be the starter week one. I mean, yeah, he said the game speed felt slow. That was where he messed up. That's where he messed up. He should have just kept quiet, said, Oh, I felt good. You know, it was nice being out there, but because now, now you put a target on your back. And I mean, but he's a ball player, though. I mean, he's confident. He's out there performing he well. Up. He's out there performing he well. Hey, he's out there performing well. That's all that matters at the end of the day. I mean, for him, for somebody that's been playing ball for so long, end of the day, I feel like he's already had training camp. He's had now he's got a preseason game under his belt and everything. You know, he's had plenty of practices, joint practices. He, I'm gonna say, is honestly, it, is the guy the guy runs a four three forty. He he has a bomb for an arm. He's accurate. And he's smart. I mean, he has all the tangibles and intangibles to be a good quarterback. I just feel like for him, it was just more so. You know, he was getting bashed and criticized, and don't know you why. Know that the Bears. I'm just gonna let you know. All right. So, are you ready for their Week One matchup? They play the Rams. So That's you tough. tell me Jalen Ramsey and uh, Aaron Donald are going to hear, yeah, the game's way, you know, is slow to me. <laughs> Them dudes are not going to take that personally on your first, if he's the starter week one. I want you to know, we're talking about pairings. That's a crazy pairing to have, bro. I mean, if, if, we, <laughs> if, we, if we're talking about the game speed, being, I'm, I'm not saying for him. Like, hey, bro, you know, we played the Rams week one. He was like, I'm not saying for him to be going at Jalen Ramsey as far as, you know, that yeah, goes. Yeah, but it's just no. the comment. If I, They're going to be in that locker room. You know how it was, Terrence. You played college football. If some dude was talking junk, period, not even if it was about y'all, if they were talking yeah. junk, period, like, oh, I'm the best or I'm this, you know, you're like, <laughs> all right, we're, we're going to see. And yeah, now but right. he's good. I, but I think that falls on the thing of backing it up. Like, I, Oh, if he backs it up, I don't mean. Yeah, no, not, not, yeah. There's a difference between I don't think what he said was cocky or like arrogant. I think like he genuinely was like, no, like it felt kind of slow to him. It felt normal. He, he felt yeah, comfortable. I think yeah, that's pretty much what he I think saying. I don't he think he meant it in like I'm about you're, to like this. You're right. This league up. But I think like the Jordan meme, like, and I took that personally. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yeah. That's what makes it funny. But to me, yeah. like he doesn't seem like he was arrogant or like he was like cocky about it, like, oh, yeah. I'm about to trash everybody this year. Yeah, I think he was just he was just like, oh, this kind of slowed me. But I do got a point on this week one started where I went in on this. Look, Andy Dalton has not won a single playoff game, okay? Let's stop comparing it to all these other situations where the quarterback, the, the starter, and then the rookie, you know, the rookie gets a grace period because the starter is playing so well and they can learn behind him. All right. Brett Favre is not Andy Dalton, Okay. Andy Dalton is nothing close to Brett Favre. Throw that shit out the window. <laughs> Andy Dalton's not even Alex Smith. He got he a even, little room, little wiggle room for error, and he out of there. He ain't. He ain't Alex Smith. Alex Smith got two playoff wins 
I think Alex had three. Dak Prescott got a playoff win. Cam Newton went to the Super Bowl and is MVP. That's why you can have that discussion in New England right now. It's like, well, what if Cam just flashes the clock back? Which I don't think Cam will. But you know, it's the question of like, well, he's he showed you before he can do that. So why would we not? Why would we not play him? You got that. Jimmy G has went to the Super Bowl. I'm naming a bunch of people that are better <laughs> than Andy Dalton. So it's listen. The Bears. I, I said he was the bridge. That that was my whole thing. He, he ain't he no he ain't no damn bridge because you gotta look. <laughs> the difference is the Bears realistically, even if Andy Dalton balls. Packers are going to win the division, and Minnesota is going to be in the mix for two. So, realistically, your best chance is to get three. And we got to look at the it's the NFC West with the Rams, the Niners, everybody in it. They're probably going to be the team that has three playoffs with the wild card. You know, the winner and then the wild card teams. So then you got that. If you want to save your franchise and your fan base, you got to start Fields because you look at it. Allen Robinson, you tagged him this year. It brings a different dynamic to that team. Yeah. You tagged him this year. If he doesn't play good with Dalton, he's leaving. So then what is Fields going to have? Then you're going to have to – you're really going to have to trade Khalil Mack. Your defense is getting old. Like, the offensive line is not great. So what do you think Andy Dalton's going to do behind that offensive line? You, well, I was just about to say, you just touched on a big one, though. I really hope they don't do to him, like, what the Bengals did to Joe Burrow. Because, you know, I, I'm sure you all heard, but the news is that uh, Joe Burrow's been favoring that knee heavy and is kind of scared to really – you know, mm-hmm. let loose on that. Be scared that too. Them dumbass. No, I'm not saying he shouldn't be, but I, I'm just saying <laughs> they could potentially already be talking about a ruined quarterback, right? Someone who had tons of potential, and you know, the Bears playing in a tough division. Uh, and like you just said, yeah, I understand Justin Fields can run, but if he gets all it takes is one blast, and you know, he's out for the year and might not be the same after that. Look at RG three. I mean, I, I hear that, but their line is definitely respectfully better than Cincy's because Cincy oh no 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 yeah yeah. no I'm not talking about that I mean yeah I'm just saying in general if you I agree with you that they should you know to give because they're not winning it this year they're probably not making the playoffs so your goal here is to build and give your fans hope and I think honestly I feel like Justin Fields don't you say he's gonna take him to the playoffs he's, he's like a different quarterback than like a Joe Burrow too like I feel like he's more physical per se like Joe Burrow like Think about uh, Joe Burrow running to Chase Young. Like, come listen, on, that one's smart. I, but I'm that not even smart. doing that though because J- this is no. Hey, don't don't lie to Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow move around. Like, but Joe I'm not. Burrow, the Bengals, Justin the Bengals gave though. the Bengals gave Joe Burrow uh, Barry Sanders line from the '90s. All right, that's what they gave him. <laughs> to play with, so I, I don't want to hear that. Yes, obviously Justin Fields is way more athletic, but you know Burrow's got wheels too. And obviously, they're. I'm just saying from like what I'm saying is just running them. Physicality point. Yeah, I'm just talking about like they they put Joe Burrow in a horrible situation, basically yes. set him up to get hurt. I hope yeah. the Bears yeah. don't do that. I, don't, I hope not I too, but I definitely think that he'll be playing sooner than later for sure. Yeah. I remember I said early on it was week nine against the Steelers. He was going to be already playing at that point. Like the Steelers are going to have the game plan for him, and it was going to change everything. I just feel like if you want to save your locker room, if Matt Nagy wants to be the coach next year, you're going to feel – bro, you're playing. You're going to yeah. play fields and you're going to figure out how to improve. At some point, the blame got to go on him. Like I was, I was thinking that last week. I don't even know if you can blame him because he took Mr. Bisky to the playoffs. But I was just looking at, but that defense, come on, man. It, it ain't had nothing to do with Mr. Bisky. But he's a defensive coach. You know what I'm saying? So he's, he's working with the defense and they got Mr. And it was the GM that wanted Trubisky. Yeah, so they didn't want Mr. Didn't Bisky. Want him. It he was, was just like, oh, you you gave me Trubisky, and I got the dudes I want on defense, so I guess I'm gonna try this. Let's be honest, they got they got to the playoffs last year. If they would have kept hey, Kendall Fuller this year, Trubisky made a Pro Bowl. Yeah. Oh gosh. We ain't gonna talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they made the, they made the playoffs last year. If you would have kept Kendall Fuller, then you probably have more to talk about. But now you're looking super weak at corner. Your offensive line is. They just signed Jason Peters. From mm-hmm. uh, the Eagles. So, I mean, maybe, you know, he can save you a little bit of grace. I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. But, like I said, I feel like Justin yeah. Fields, they, ain't no reason to, to bridge him with Andy, Andy Dalton. Because what is he about to learn from Andy Dalton? How to we, lose we in the playoffs? We're going to see how it turns out for sure. I mean, I think he's going to be starting sooner or later. Hey, then, if Vontaze Perfect doesn't blow up, uh, was it Antonio Brown? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, if he doesn't blow up Antonio Brown – Dalton's got a playoff win, bro. That was not on him. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. They, they, I've seen him, especially because they're in the same division as the Ravens. Like he's, he's good. a multi-time Pro Bowler, but he's he, a good it, quarterback. It's not a quarterback where it's like it, there's a reason to bridge him. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's. Just, oh, no, uh, I know. I'm just. I'm just. I, I feel like we're getting a little disrespectful. He's just one of those like Kirk Cousins type of players. Like, no, nope, I'll take him over Kirk. So no, I'm saying like they're that. the same. Ty- they're the same type of player. They're not going to put you over the edge. I'm not going to lie. I actually, you said he's not Alex Smith. I think him and Alex Smith are the perfect comparison. You think? Oh yeah, I think they're like because the thing is, is there was just a lot Alex, of years. Alex Smith that, best comparison is Dak. I mean, Dak, maybe Dak and Alex are, I think, one on one. The reason why I say that is, well, one, Dak hasn't been in the league that long. But look, the um, Alex Smith was in that tough division with the Niners. Or yeah, he was when he was with the Niners. He was in that tough division with Seattle, you know. Um, and then just like that, you know, Andy Dalton had to play in that tough division with the Ravens and the Steelers. So it wasn't like a guarantee. So the fact that I think it was nine, I could be wrong, but I think you mean nine straight playoff appearances. Yeah, him and AJ went to the playoffs all the time. Yeah. So the fact that they didn't win, I get that's a big deal, but making it to the playoffs is is tough enough in that division. That's an accomplishment, but I mean, at but some that point, whole, you got to win the game. Bro, you that got whole, Peyton Manning every year in the playoffs. You got Tom Brady every year in the playoffs. You're in a division with the Steelers and the Ravens, who are perennial franchises. I mean, you gotta win the game. I cut him a little bit at slot. some point. He should have against the against the Steelers, but at some, I'm just saying, at some point nah, he had he had. <laughs> they had two because AJ McCarron almost won them a game too. Yeah. So they had they had chances. Don't get me wrong. They yeah, just were sure. like, I don't know. I just ain't I ain't bridging them with fields. It don't make no sense. Because you got to think, though, like I'm saying, if Allen Robinson don't get the targets he wants this year, he's leaving. Yeah. He ain't sticking around. Oh, you going to have Andy Dalton throw me the ball this year? And it's all right. Maybe he's slightly better than Mr. Bishy. But Justin Field could be throwing me the ball. And I could be like, you know what? Maybe I'll stay here another year. Or I'll stay and build a career here. That's different, you know? Potentially. I mean. Yeah. Like, that are you might, gonna that might you gonna, want, make him want to stay? That might make him want to stay, especially if he gets to develop that chemistry with him. It's like, okay, I see we can be something exactly. Because, are you gonna be like, oh, you know, I got all these targets from Andy Dalton? Is Chicago gonna be like, let's pay Andy Dalton and we're gonna ride with Andy Dalton? You Definitely moved up not. to get you moved up to get fields. Let's be honest, Andy Dalton almost out of the league at this point, to be honest. Nah, yeah. He said he he a certified backup for show on the right <laughs> team because I will give him the thing last year with the Cowboys he did get covid he did get a concussion and he did get thrown into that okay okay we'll like okay, okay. I didn't judge him off <laughs> la- I didn't I didn't judge him off last year I judged him off yeah I didn't judge him off last year either but I mean we 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 definitely going to have to see how that quarterback battle plays out for sure and now that we I guess see it live how does the number change feel it, to me it just feels real awkward to see you know, running backs with the number You played one. in college. Yeah. But, <laughs> but we talking about NFL, though. You played it. Hey. I'm it's weird to see the NFL with those numbers, though. This shit look real normal to me. Because on Madden, I be giving people number five, number three. <laughs> <laughs> well, it look normal. I don't know. It just feel weird to me just seeing. It's like, okay, Randy Moss go out there right now. He was like, I want to wear number one. This is weird. That'd be, that'd be live. It's, I'm not saying it's not dope. I'm just saying it's, it's just weird to see. All I'm saying is we different. should go back in time and let Reggie Bush wear number five in the NFL, and that dude is a 10-time Pro Bowler, bro. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. <laughs> I'm just saying it looks weird. That's all I'm saying about it. Um, so move on to this halftime segment here. We got the no fun league. So is the NFL taking it too far with the new Taunton rule? I feel like it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, after that highlight of the dude, I think he was with the Colts. Yes, drove pulled the entire defense with him, and all he did was flex. He literally just flexed. And I get he looked at the guy, but I think it's just the way he got up. He flexed in that direction. He was probably hyping himself up. You could tell by what he said, like it can't hold me back or whatever. You know, like put my team on my back, whatever. He didn't. You could tell he wasn't even saying something crazy to the guy. He didn't do like the one in the guy's face. Mm-hmm. Like you just made a crazy. Like I don't care who you are. Who you'd be the most humble dude on earth. You do what he did in that play right there when you're fighting for a roster spot. Like, there's no way you're not. I don't feel like that there's anything wrong with that. Now, if you out there like a key to leave snatch and change, yeah, snatch and change by all means, <laughs> throw all the flags in the world. But you like, know, 
with that if that's what they're talking about like stuff like that is or putting the ball in somebody's face or something like oh yeah. i just ran you over and then get up and put the ball in his face or drop or it or did the uh like, okay, the marshawn okay. lynch the marshawn lynch hold my dick thing yeah you know? <laughs> all right but like okay that's a little excessive but... I, yeah i i think they're they they waited too long to do this because they could have been implementing things to be like all right y'all taking this a little too far now it's just like bro come on like the Tyreek Hill, the peace sign. They're so inconsistent with these flags, Exactly. People think, people think Tyreek Hill just did the peace sign to the Bucks last year. Just been doing that his whole career. I had to go yeah. back yeah. and watch. No, he's been, he been doing that, yeah. Bro, he's been blown by people going, whoop. Yeah. The, what was the flag, though, is when he backflipped. I would have gave him the flag for that. When he peace signed him, I would have, whatever, peace on. When he mm-hmm. backflipped into the end zone, I'm like, all right, bro, like, come on. This is a bit excessive. Because then you then you got Anton Winfield getting in his face like, bro, imagine if it would have been like Brandon Marshall or somebody that would have got up and got off on Anton Winfield for getting in his face like that. You know what I'm saying? Like Kyrie Hill just walked away. Like imagine if it was a hothead. Then you got a whole other issue. You're like, all right, well. Yeah, if it's excessive, okay. But if it's just something like you just ran for a big pickup for a first down or something and you get up and, you know, you boom. Or you got people that get up, they spin the ball, all of that, like. I hope they don't, but the thing is, they're so inconsistent with throwing the flags. It's just like they pick and choose. They got to either if you're gonna do it, do it. If you're not, don't do it. But I feel like I don't. I don't want to take away, you know, some of the excitement from the games because, shoot, you know, when we're at home and we watching the TV, we getting just as hype as them on the field. Yeah. So, I, you know. Nick Cat doing the stretch over there, but it's just <laughs> it's just some stuff they should have they should have been reeled in and they didn't. So now it's just kind of like it's getting dubbed the no fun league because y'all just not like you said not being consistent with it. And the but times so. you should call it, you don't call it. Like y'all let them Thank people you. watch Odell Beckham and Josh Norman beat the dog shit out of each other <laughs> like live y'all could have they bro they could have kicked both of them out the game before it even got that far like got to the point but it got honestly to. like my point of it like you remember how when teams used to get pissed like they used to be like super mad at cam because every time he would score oh uh, boy, he got that dancing was, for 10 minutes right i think there was on cam for that so remember he got the that, fight but my thing is it's like okay i understand that you get mad at him for doing that but if you don't want him to do it, don't let him score. Don't let him make it's, a big play. It's real simple. I feel like if you ain't getting in someone's face, like legit part of the game. Him, like with Antoine Winfield, when he need next to Tyreek yeah. Hill, I'm telling you, if that would have been anybody else, it could have went <laughs> way wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Tyreek Hill, thankfully, was just like, all right, I'm going to turn the other way. Like imagine if it had been someone else. So That's just my I, thing, though. Like, Yeah. If, if it's just, like, you know, excessive, okay. But yeah, you can't be excessive. Some dudes, you you get in their face or you do the wrong thing, like it's gonna turn the whole other way. People are gonna be fighting on, on the field again, you know. Yeah, they OD, you know, running to the to the symbol in the middle of the field with the popcorn and stuff again. You know, that's okay. And then you, you got you, you got some dudes <laughs> with like legit beef, like Golden Tate and Jalen Ramsey, like they really got it's like problems, bro. Yeah, so man, I don't know. <laughs> It's I feel crazy. like some of this stuff you gotta know the backstory, and it's like with the Antoine Winfield thing with Tyreek Hill. We all know that Tyreek Hill did them first when he was burning them for two hundred yards yeah. in the first half, and then when they come back in the Super Bowl, and it's like, okay, I, I might let it slide because I know football, so I'm the ref. I'm gonna let it slide. I know what happened the first time. <laughs> hey, I ain't letting you. I ain't letting you get in nobody's face <laughs> like that, bro. <laughs> I'd let it slide if he wasn't that close to it. Like if he would have hey. side of like this. He you gotta know the backstory. You gotta know that he peace-eyed me as he was leaving me for 200 yards in the first half, the first game. <laughs> but I don't remember if they flagged Tyreek when he flipped in the end zone. I can't remember. Right, they don't never flag them for flipping and all of that. I know they start taking the um, you know, the dunking on the goalposts and stuff out of the game. Then yeah, because people are messing up the goalposts. Goalposts yeah. be sitting straight and <laughs> they're sitting there like, yeah, Nick, Nick Cat just jumped on the screen hey. with us. Bro, trying, to crazy right now. Yeah. Yeah. trying to be famous. Yeah, trying to be famous. Don't so be we, the no fun league, bro. Just yeah, find a happy sure. medium, please. Please. Sure. Just be consistent. Whatever it's gonna be. So when the time comes to bro, they we, we see it, Dr. Goose and Enzo. So when we see yeah, it, we know what it is. Yeah, that's funny. I like that. I, <laughs> yeah, they, they was doing the canoes. Everybody bro. sitting in the. <laughs> <laughs> they need to cut my man. They need to cut Playing Chad tight. Johnson. 
and Ocho or Chad Johnson, Ocho single, and uh, Terrell Owens. They need to cut them like the ultimate check because you hey. saw DK Metcalf grab the camera. Like, hey, listen, bro, remember my boy before, got the, uh, the phone? Yeah, <laughs> the phone the when he pulled the sharpie out of his sock and signed the ball and threw it. That was dope. Yeah, exactly. that was lame when they when they when they find Zeke last year or the year before or whatever for jumping for jumping into the, the Salvation Army thing. Yeah, that was lame for finding for that. See, I feel like when they do something like that, and then he donated off, too. Yeah, when it's off on their own, like that's not bad. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're legit taunting someone, that's when it's like, bro. Yeah. Like, like doing the little, hey, we get the first night through the hand signal this way. What yeah. is that doing to anybody? They ain't, bro. Whoop. It's just certain things. I got, just you like know, a I got tradition. the first down. Yeah, it's like a certain thing. It's like a tradition. Like somebody gonna get hyped, and they might do like you say, boom, first down. You got the Lambo leap. You got Cam yeah. dancing in the end zone, like stuff yeah, that you know is gonna happen. Leap, I'll stop watching football. Yeah, I'm letting you know. If I was in the NFL, scored a touchdown, Lambo, I'm doing the Lambo leap. I'm saying <laughs> it's a, it's like a tradition. So it's like you might as well just like let it slide. That's not like taunting. But I feel like hopefully they're not starting to call like. You know, flags, throwing flags and stuff like that. And it's gonna Cam, take a lot of the fun from the game. And Cam was turnt when he was doing that dance, bro. It was annoying, <laughs> but it was turned up on the field. And couldn't nobody stop him, too. That was the crazy thing. <laughs> like everybody oh, was complaining about it. He just ugh. Yeah. In your face. <clears throat> yeah, bro. I man. hey if you don't want him to dance, don't let him <laughs> in the box. That's all I gotta say. So moving on here to four for five. So have the Jets finally found their franchise quarterback? No, it's been one game, bro. Yeah, I'm with Nick, bro. You can't that, bro. That franchise is so terrible historically with quarterbacks. Like you can't yeah. just be like, oh, the preseason game, Zach Wilson. Yep, yep, you're the man. It's I mean, nice to see him. Right, Cor- right. It's nice to see him and Corey Davis get be on a good like chemistry page, but mm-hmm. you're gonna have to see Zach Wilson go through the whole year. And I'm saying he don't even got to be electric this year. But if that man could get like 20 tubs and keep his interceptions down below 10, mm-hmm. that's a good year for him. He might end up seeing ghosts. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Hey, what if what if you have some <laughs> shit like that happening? It was one pre and it wasn't even one game, it was one preseason game. Like you right. I think, mean, he, 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 he about, had some, some bright moments from the game. But think you know, about don't who, get me wrong. He played well. I think he can make throws. You know, he didn't. It wasn't looked like. You know, there's some guys you see in the preseason. You're like, oh yeah, this will never work out. Do I I'm think not saying it's that either? I still don't think he's going to win number one or number no, two. I still don't think he's going to win that high. But. but like, it's weird. Like we're saying, it's the first preseason. Like uh, Trevor Lawrence for the Jags, bro. He did the weirdest thing I seen. Like he would. I watched his game. He get in the pocket. The pocket would be full on, like collapsing in front of him, like around him. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't throw it away. He wouldn't like move a little bit. He just sat in the pocket, which I guess. And then at that point, why are you sitting in the pocket? Just throw it away, you know? Like you're risking getting drilled by one of these dudes. I mean, I mean you still comp- you still complete throws. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you know, I don't. Know, it's a learning curve for him. But yeah, no, nah, Zach Wilson with the Jets. All right, no. so. Rumor has it that the Eagles players see Hurts as their QB1. So, so should he be the franchise guy? Boy, fire this coach. <laughs> this, why are we even talking about this, bro? Like, it's the same thing with New England. It's just you can't, you can't tell Cam is washed. You know Joe Flacco's washed. <laughs> okay? Like, it's two. It's going to be two completely different offenses if one starts and the other one starts. Yeah, it, it really will though. Like what that's, we- that's my thing. Is like, especially with Philly, like y'all don't have an identity either way. Which way you go it doesn't matter. And then if you're sitting here flip flopping like this, like a bad season's about to get worse. Like I think I already said they had like two or three wins in the column maybe this year. And yeah, like, we we all had them at the bottom of the barrel. Bro, like New England has a. <laughs> you're at the about- bottom of the worst division in football. <laughs> exactly. Like, you're, you're out here flipping, flip flopping between quarterbacks. Like, just throw the towel boy in there and call it a day. Bro, like at least New England has the thing of like, well, you know, we're competitive regardless. We just need to figure out who we're gonna put back there. Like, are we gonna go yeah. run by committee like we did last year? Or are we gonna let Matt throw the ball a bit more? Bro, the Eagles have nothing going for them except for Devonte Smith <laughs> and Jalen Hurts. And the tight ends. Like, yeah. I'm low-key on the ship. The Eagles should sell all the older dudes. That's what we talked young, about previously, too. And let the young dudes just go through the rut for a year, maybe two. Yeah, we talked about that previously. Work. Fletcher yeah. Cox and all of them. We, we talked about this already. 
Like the coach looks like a dumbass. Like why he literally <laughs> look what he did for y'all last year. And you want to name this man the starter for what? Like, yes, Joe Flacco has a big arm. Yes, he won a Super Bowl for my Ravens. Yes, and he had a, a elite playoff run that year. At this point but, in his career, he's not that guy. No, bro. <laughs> he had like the Dirk Nowitzki run that year. Like what Dirk yeah. did with Dallas that year. That's oh, what, yeah. That, I tell people what Flacco did. Flacco was I tell people all the time that was that year he took him one of the best like playoff runs easily. Peyton Manning should have won that game though. Or the Broncos should have won that game. Peyton Manning should have won the Super Bowl. Oh, the, but, the mile high one? Yeah. That, that, I mean, the, that team failed him. Hey. Yeah, they let him down. <laughs> so moving on here. So how likely do y'all feel? Is it that uh, Michael Thomas is going to get traded? Do y'all feel like he's going to remain in New Orleans, or you feel like one hundred percent chance? Jit gone, gone, bro, <laughs> gone, <laughs> bro. The way they're like publicly beefing, like we said, like I think it was last pod we brought it up. They're like yeah. publicly kind of beefing. Sean Payton have- don't want to be like, oh, we're looking at. I think it's just all to, to kind of make them just try to keep it low because he's saying oh you know no doubt he's going to be here all season but we you, everybody else senses otherwise if, if you <laughs> want me to play there ain't no way you about to say what you said publicly about me getting the surgery like that like nonchalantly in that interview and you can tell he like sean payton was he was angry in that interview like talking about it so yeah yeah get me out of there either <laughs> bell the check about to send over a third round pick to get my hey Thomas. you hear me hey 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 <laughs> or uh hey, i'll take it <laughs> I just feel like it, it ain't repairable, especially after that. And then you had the flag situation. Like, bro, I don't know what. Yeah, the it was a lot going on for sure. And I mean, just like you say, I feel like, like you say, buddy out of here. And moving on oh. here, we, we did have, you know, the Seahawks now budging on the contract with Adams. And oh, if they so didn't stupid. budge, he, he was potentially going to file a grievance uh, if he got tagged. But today, he they agreed to a contract, um, making him the highest paid safety in the league with his contract four years. I believe it was eighty million, so eighteen million a year. Thirty-eight um, guaranteed, I think. Thirty-eight guaranteed, and um, originally, I believe they were trying to keep his number just below Bobby Wagner, since he's obviously the OG on the team. They want they want to keep him as the highest paid defender on the team. Um, and I mean, I guess it's good that they ultimately came to term today. So how do y'all feel about his contract though? Him being the highest paid safety in the league now. I'm gonna let Nick go with that one first. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he's the best safety in the league, but you know, it's never that way. It's the like a top five guy. He's probably still top five, always ends up with the the market setter, right? Like we saw maybe it's just the team, like yeah, his fit for that team. And then yeah, he's also even though like we always we always say, you know, he's not the best in coverage, but he is a very good guy. Like he can kind of move around if you need him to. He can play a little bit of outside linebacker. Um, he loves rushing the pass. I mean, and he's not trash in coverage. But when you say he's not the best, it's just there's a lot of guys that are way better specifically in coverage where you know he's looking to fucking take your for, head off. For a team lacking that um, corner, you think they would have a safety a that is guy, good yeah. in coverage yeah. to guard the tight end. It's a weird or a fit, slot. but I think he's a great player. So I'm ne- I will never say a player doesn't deserve their money. You know, I'm all about players getting paid. You know, even though I don't think Kirk Cousins is that good of a quarterback, you know, hey, he finessed that team out of 88 mil. So, you know, congrats to him and his family. Um, so yeah, my man's was still living out of vans. So. <laughs> 88 million for the guarantee. The Jamal Adams thing is just like he, yes, like Nick said, get your money, bro. Like get paid, run the franchise for all the coins you can. Definitely. But he was he was banged up a little bit last year. Seattle kind of got banged up. The old line was terrible. I feel like for them, they have to win this year. I think like, it's just his and not no, team. not no get to the Super Bowl. Like y'all got to win this year because you got to think DK Metcalf got to get paid, right? If Bobby look at you and be like, "I want more money," you already got your left tackle. He wants more money. And also, Russ don't I don't want to be there. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say Russell was already. There was already rumors that he wanted to get traded. I don't know how they settled that flame down. Well, so they easy, got they got but, the they got the the they fixed the line. They got uh, Gabe Jackson. I know, but still, he and I know he's got weapons. But like the team, like you said, I get that they they are in a win now situation, but they're not built to win right now, in my opinion. I Defensively, think a good no. Team. I think offensively they got offense power, offensive firepower, but on defense, no. I think they're I think they're built, <laughs> but for they're them like the Bills though, they don't really have a running game. 
Nah, no. Wait, wait. If if Chris Carson's healthy, they got a run game. But, but their the defense is, is if the problem. He's healthy, their defense like is said. the problem. That's the thing. But I think they just wagered too much with the first round picks on betting on Jamal Adams because you knew that's the thing I have a problem with. They knew they had to pay him. Like it wasn't no weird thing. Like every team that was inquiring about getting him from the Jets knew that he was gonna have to get paid big money because how he was playing. So it wasn't like that was like a foreign concept. And it they kind of set like, themselves up for failure because they didn't nip that in the butt out the gates. They're like, oh, let's let him run out this contract rather than just extending him right there. Exactly. Yeah. So you you had that issue, and he didn't make them like he didn't turn that whole defense around to oh, it's a championship. Like I'm telling you, like if they don't win this year, it looks stupid. Like, why did I hate you... to say it? They probably thought he was like gonna be Earl Thomas, and it turned out he wasn't Earl Thomas, you know what I mean? So I, I mean, no, he had a great year, but he was banged up. So, like, that's the other yeah. thing. He was injured. So, you got to think, this year he's going to have to be Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor. I mean, one. he has an impact, but I feel like they thought he was going to be that missing piece to make no. them a contender. As Hell far as defensively, no. I think that's why they went, you know, all Plus they need you know, a lot chips of in. One guy's not going to fix it. Yeah, they just let Shaquille Griffin go to the Jags, the corner, like. But I mean, they maybe. had him last year when they went and got him, though. So, I'm thinking maybe they felt like he was going to put them over the top and be like, okay, we can contend if we hit him. We're definitely going to contend because, I mean, it, there's no way you're sending that many first-rounders if you don't feel like he's going to be the game-changer for us. Not with that shit-ass offensive line, bro. There's no way y'all thought <laughs> getting Jamal – I know Chris from uh, the Ballhawks podcast ought to be heated about this Seattle segment, but <laughs> I just feel like if y'all – if they don't win and they're in a tough division, so, like, it just sounds like that's, – That's my thing about a lot of these teams. You know, Seattle's definitely one of them is, like, even if your team gets better, like you got to think about situations, your, your, uh, your, your division, you got to think about your schedule and like they're in a, probably the hardest division in the, in football. So. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, like, the cat don't even agree with this shit. <laughs> so, but then like, like I said, oh, like man. you're paying Russ, you got to go, you're going to have to pay Metcalf here soon. He keeps balling. Like it's Tyler Lockett, you got Tyler Lockett, Brown, or is it Brown on the left? Their left tackle, I think his name is. He yeah. wants to get paid. You don't really. You got Gerald Everett from the Rams at tight end. I think he's serviceable. You can have him. Chris Carson's probably going to be due to get paid. It's just a lot of pieces. I feel like they didn't. They didn't do the situation healthy. Like they could have maybe developed talent and then got another free agent instead of trading their first round picks. Yeah, I mean when they got them, they should have just extended them when they got them. Yeah, that too. So I just it's too tough of a division, too much going on. They're low-key screwed. Like you don't win this year. <laughs> good luck because shit gonna start getting hairy. Like people oh, got yeah. those those people windows. Be like, well, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, like how we said people got those windows, like the Ravens window. I'm telling you right now, as a Ravens fan, the future's bright because everybody's young. But the window to win a Super Bowl is this year or next year, and that's it. Yeah, I think like, we were thinking about Seattle as a dynasty back when they had the Legion of Boom, and they only got one super. I mean they lost Congrats the other one, yeah. The Super Bowl, but you only got one with that. Team. Yeah, and that's the other thing. People are doing it. It's so funny. I got to this argument with this dude from Facebook about it. Not even an argument. He is calling Lamar running uh, a running back at quarterback. Fun fact: <laughs> Jit threw for more yards than the yards he rushed for, but for some reason, Sky thought he rushed for more yards than he threw. Lamar, anyway, I believe, since he started, has had what the most touchdowns like even more than pat mahomes and everything throwing right exactly that's even besides the point though but if you look at it people don't count russ's super bowl on him like russ gets a lot of flack because he won that super bowl off of lynch and legion of boom you know and i think russ is special like i like russ but he gets I mean, so much russ shit won his for super bowl that. on his rookie deal too right i think it was that you know yeah, Russ really bloomed after that like i think that he was good he don't get me wrong he was good but then it was like you know like he took said, always leap. been getting better. He though. took a leap after everyone started better. leaving and the team was falling apart. And they're like, Well, damn, at least we got this quarterback. And then people are like, Yeah, dang, he's better than we thought he was. And it was like <laughs> now he's been like MVP caliber. He's never won one, but he's been MVP caliber pretty much every year. Yeah. So it's like, what are y'all like? What are y'all really doing? Because now you got this man. Granted, he does take a cliff dive sometimes. Sometimes he starts off real hot. <laughs> and he'll come, he'll come back down to human he form. Didn't cliff dive, but this last year he was like starting out as like one of the greatest seasons of all time Jim oh, was, was like, rolling last season <laughs> he was so you got yeah. you, you got to think about that i just think 
it's big. You just gotta let him, him do his thing. Don't 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 call don't cool him down. Like let him go. But to, well, the reason why when you get to open up against the sorry Falcons last year, I mean, yeah, it's easy to get confidence <laughs> week one. So. But don't you guys see that too? Like he does, he gets a lot of shit for only winning that one Super Bowl off, like you know, the Legion of Boom, and then he gets the shit for throwing the interception to Malcolm Butler. I think. And let's well, be I honest. He's one. He should have audible the shit I think out of it. More that. so, they should have ran the ball regardless. Like, I don't know if that's my team. That's the play that they I don't ran. Know whose fault it is? But I, there's been so many conspiracies about that that he actually audibled away from the run on that play. I'm oh, letting really? you know. It Terrence can tell you because he's played. You know how hard it is to throw the ball within like five yards of the goal line. Yeah, it's hard. You don't give any of your receivers man. room to hit their routes. You don't give you know the however many oh. people you pack in the middle there. You're pretty much that's, forcing. Unless it's hard. You got like a Julio Jones, a Randy Moss, a Calvin Bro. Johnson. Like that route was just like a pick route too. So it, it, yeah. everybody ran slants. I mean, you saw, yeah. He, I mean, Malcolm Butler was just there. All Malcolm Butler had to do was take one step forward. Is in his arms. He right. really he, but to. he said it, we we practiced against it so much, and he was getting beat on it every time. And then the one time that he needed to make the play, he made it. So I'm letting you know that shit is even hard on Madden, bro. like that's why you see quarterbacks like josh allen lamar like they get in the red zone they just go like they're like why am i gonna try to throw this with five yards yeah it it definitely is harder because you don't have you don't have much room that's like you know i feel like you know the patriots defense for example we might sometimes give up a lot of yards but we don't give up a lot of points like once you get down closer to the end zone you got less room to work with so it's definitely harder I mean, if you don't got a guy like a Julio Jones that's just like, hey, this. Uh. Yeah. Or, you like know, you somebody... Think about it, what he did. Well, think about what he did to Malcolm Butler. I exactly. Mean, so we ain't going to talk about that. And they threw <laughs> it right into – Y'all got the Right in that Malcolm Butler's hand. <laughs> they threw it – that was an interception every other day. If that was any other wide receiver, that's a, that's an interception because Noodle Arm so. couldn't get him the ball. But thank God Julio's <laughs> beast mode on him. I think yes. you just see, like, you see those teams that, you know, can air it out. And when they have a lot of space, but a lot of teams crumble when they like, all right, you got 10 yards to get in. Like Kansas it's not, it's City. Not, yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Kansas City with Andy Reid because he's so spectacular on offense. With hey, the, listen. Eric Benigni, hey, I'm like, going to say, give my boy Eric his, his credit now. No. Yeah, yeah. No, Eric gets his credit. <laughs> hey, listen. So they come up with if that man plays. don't get a head coaching job soon, I'm going to be pissed. Hey, There's nah, no I'm, reason for it. It's, it's off his pass. I mean, they shouldn't be judging him off of it. It's from, like, incidents in, like, I think he went, it was, like, Colorado, Colorado. in, like, 2004 yeah. or something. Yeah. I think it, he should be not be getting judged for it anymore. But, you know, that's just how the league it is. Hey, and you know he why. is. <laughs> yeah. So, we, we, we ain't even got to elaborate yeah. on that. <laughs> so, we're going to get into the uh, one of the fan favorites here, that overtime segment. And oh. when I tell y'all – these questions, they tough now. I'm so, going to answer first so Nick don't cry. Listen, I was contemplating, listen, I was contemplating telling y'all to put your answer on a piece of paper. And then when I tell you to show it, put it up here. <laughs> first of all, Marquise, when we said, when we had the one that was Detroit, I said Detroit. And then you sat here and said, well, it can't be this. And Terrence gave you 47 minutes to answer that question, bro. It you, ain't my fault he ain't put no time limit on it. Bro, right, I got listen, robbed. So, I don't care what anybody says. <clears throat> You were getting flamed in the in the draft chat. I don't even want to talk about it. Anyway. <laughs> so we gonna we gonna kick this oh, thing off here. Y'all ready? Do you want to bring up the the, the fantasy draft? Boy, I'm looking stout. I even bro, we got stout. each other week one, bro. We got bro, each other week I, one. And guess who's predicted the win right now? Yeah, it's <laughs> because you took no risk. Hey, we ran the stimulations. If if we I ran it, Terrence wins again this year, and I finished third last year. I finished second. Terrence Listen. got the best, like top heavy team in that fantasy right now. Like I'm not top, top got, heavy though. No, like you got you got big players that like, you got Josh bro, I got Allen, Rogers and Diggs. Oh those yeah, are, yeah. Those are you know what I mean? Like cows, bro. you got Every home week. runs. Like same yeah. thing with Nick. Like y'all got home runs at big positions. Yeah, you was going conservative. You definitely was going conservative. So check bro, me out, time, boy. These questions it. about to get y'all today. Listen. So y'all ready? This better yeah. not be some in 1957. On yeah, no, 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 no. This back quarterback had his first completion of. <laughs> yeah, we we I we better not be some shit like that. We got we, we got to hey. get on this where it has to be a certain time frame. Nah, I definitely asking these to questions. questions. From, I was trying to pick questions that we should, you know, relatively know, just for the simple fact, because I was like, listen, I don't know nothing from back then, so I'm not gonna ask no questions from back then. So, first question here to start off the overtime segment. So, who is the player 
with the most Super Bowl wins. I'm gonna give y'all this man got his phone a out. list. I'm gonna give I'm y'all a list. I'm gonna give y'all a list. So we all know Tom Brady has the most with seven. So yeah. I didn't include Tom Brady in this list here. Okay. So the choices are Adam Vinatieri, Charles Haley, Joe Montana, or Terry Bradshaw. Adam Vinatieri. Charles Haley. Nick got it. Charles Haley. All right. Sit down, monkeys. All right, boy. <laughs> How many questions you got? Five? No, nah, I got six. Oh, okay. Bad. Six. All right. Nick, one Adam, Ven- Adam Venetieri got a couple, though, don't he? Yeah, he got four. Char- 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 All right. Five. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I ruled out Tom Brady because he's the only person with seven. And yeah. I was like, y'all going to know that one easy. So, second question here. What team drafted Phillip Rivers? The Browns, Chargers, Giants, or Dolphins? The, what team drafted Phillip Rivers? Browns, Chargers, Giants, or Dolphins? I can't remember if Phillip got sent when Breeze got sent shipped. I already know the answer to this, but I'm not giving up nothing until Marquis answers. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say Chargers. It was the Giants. Yeah, it was the Giants. Uh, him and him and Eli got traded on day one. The day uh, one, because Eli said he wouldn't Eli play. Eli said there. he wasn't playing. For yeah. Oh said, my god, I forgot. If you would have said team. Eli, you said Breeze. No, because yeah, Breeze was also. Breeze was there and got shipped, so I didn't know if he was in the deal. That's no, I was saying you threw yourself crazy. off. He didn't get shipped. He didn't get shipped until later on. Yeah, that's what got me. Yeah, you threw All yourself right, off. So next question here. Who is the first quarterback to throw for 5,000 yards in a season? Tom Brady, Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, or Dan Marino? Dan Marino. It's Dan Marino. All right, both of y'all got that one. Yeah, yeah there we go. One to three. <laughs> All right, next question my, That's because my pops are fucking huge Miami fan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Who has the least amount of receiving yards out of these receivers? Jerry Rice, Larry Fitzgerald, Terrell Owens, or Randy Moss? Randy Moss. I know it's not Jerry Rice or Larry Fitz, so I'm not going to either one of them. Uh, I'll go Terrell Owens. All right, Keith's got that one, Randy. God. Yeah. It's crazy because people forget, like, Randy had that stretch on the Raiders where he was just there. Yeah, he, he did not want to be there. He, oh, he was just there. <laughs> he walked off the field, all that. He, was not he, did, he didn't want to be there. I should have gone that way. Too I forgot. Cool. Terrell Owens played like he uh, played man, way too damn long. Too long. Yeah, he, he did. Like, with the Bills, come on. <laughs> and Jerry was such a – He tried to make a like, comeback. This man really put Jerry in there? Like, I was like, yeah, what? The, 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 fa- the fact that he put Jerry – you actually made that a 50-50 because – Jerry Wait, and Fitz, I mean, them two that? are productive. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald going to play until he's 65, bro. Wasn't that – was that Chicago he tried to make a comeback with? Who was that? It was Who? um in Jerry the preseason game. Terrell Owens. No, you're Who, talking Tio? about the, the Bills, bro. It was the Bills. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm like – That was the last team he was with. He was trying to make a comeback, and he was playing the preseason and everything. Just, that's and the he, thing, though. He had that catch on the sideline where he was like <laughs> – That's the thing, though, with receivers like T.O., and like kind of like receivers that didn't get a lot of separation, but their routes were so crisp. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like T.O. ran really good and routes. T.O. was so physical too. Yeah. He, yeah. That's he fast though. He's fast. He's fast, but like people are saying that about Jamar Chase. Like he doesn't get any separate separation. Not comparing yeah. him to T.O. But these dudes are so physical and run good routes that if they ain't getting that much separation, it's fine. They're gonna win the ball, the fight for the yeah. ball. We already seen Julio doesn't um, need separation. Exactly. Julio, Julio, and it's crazy because Julio has a good release and doesn't get that much separation sometimes. Yes, sir. So now we got next question here. Um, what player set the NFL record for most sacks per game with an average of 1.75? So we got LT, Lawrence Taylor. We got Andre Tippett, Reggie White, or Deacon Jones. Reggie White. It's Reggie White. All right, both of y'all got that one. What's that? Three to four. Yeah, I got one more question. Oh, Nick going first, this one. 
hell no. Nah, we we we've been running. Hey, then we can't pick we can't pick the same answer for this one then. All right, so which player scored a touchdown in 18 straight games? OJ Simpson, Jim Brown, Emmett Smith, or Lenny Moore? Say them names again. I want Jim Brown. I'm going first. Fuck OJ that. Simpson, Jim Brown. Jim Brown, Emmett Smith, or Lenny Moore? OJ Simpson. All right, both of y'all was wrong. So Nick won this week. Dirty. <laughs> <laughs> it was Lenny. Lenny Moore he went 18 straight games with a touchdown. Hey, you know what's funny? <laughs> I'm on a two week streak. You can't tell me nothing. You didn't win last week. I won last week. I don't care what. <laughs> no. you can't tell me nothing. I got two of them answers. Two of them answers. You, hey, t- Terrence you. was the softest. Was the softest uh, moderator last hey, week. Hey, listen, the, we ain't gonna do uh, that now. We, was. You, hey, you we ain't can, doing that. You let Marquise change his answer after I answered. Hey, bro, I'm let, I'm that was you know. so soft. I but almost anyway, came we'll back from down three one, like I was like Braun boy, or or like that Golden <laughs> State. Hey, if he would have let me come back, I would have been talking so. I would have had to shit. come up with another question over here, bro. I, I, like, I would have been talking so much shit if Nick just let me come back. So now we to end to end us off here. We got Keith's gonna give us the word of the day. Okay, I got. You know, it's not really a word. Kind of like a quote, I would say. You know, people are big on success and they deem it as like everything in the world. But this is from uh, Winston Churchill. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. So I feel like a lot of people, you know, are scared to fail. So they, you know, failure is part of the game, you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, my thing is I feel like the only failure is giving up. Um, Because, you know, before you finally get that dub, you're going to take a lot of losses. And when you finally boy, get that you're going to take a lot of L's. Boy, and when you get that dub, though, it's going to feel so good. So, you know, going through that struggle and the trials and tribulations and everything you have to go through to get to that dub, it's going to be worth it. Because, you know, once you get it, take off with it. And, yeah, before one of y'all say some shit that this is a Russell Westbrook jersey that I got and he got traded to the damn Lakers. <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going to get the – I got this the day he got traded. He did, damn. I got it for me. I'm heated, but hey, don't worry. Mind your business. <laughs> hey, it's all good. It might be adventures one day. It might be worth some money. Coins. So uh appreciate y'all listening, tuning in to us. This has been cover forward the guys. We yeah, don't-, don't worry, you know, I had to give up my overtime run. It's all right, we're gonna get it back. <laughs> it's on a two two week streak. I'm gonna continue one week. Actually, I think I got I think I'm host next week, so I won't get to continue, but I'm on a two week streak. It's all good. Yeah, I- Thank y'all for tuning in. Have a good one.